Welcome back to another episode. It's been a while of Chit Chat with Corley. I'm Lucas Corley, the locally famous radio and TV teacher, joined today by Amelia Edens, a junior here at Whiteland Community High School. Amelia, tell everyone hello. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on. You've been on a couple of different podcasts here on the Whiteland High Entertainment Network. I think this is mm-hmm. your third Second. go. Well, the, oh, the first one got deleted. First one yes. got deleted. That's correct, because it was uh, Julian forgot to edit it in time. The second one, yes, about swimming on the sports corner. But this one, just a chance to get down, uh, to sit down with Amelia and talk about just life in high school, uh, having an athletic director as a father, a little bit of everything. Yeah, so let's dive right in. So as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I always wanted to kind of uh, give a background of how we met. And I think, again, this would be a pretty easy one through Mr. Edens, your father. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was about this time last year that I, I kind of actually spoke to you for the first time at a track meet. Uh, we were, I think it was at maybe regionals, was regionals? At, at Warren Central. Mm-hmm. I was over talking to uh, Hunter and Ness, and you just happened to be sitting over there with Haley. And then from there, I just ended up sitting next to you all at state because you're the, of course, the only people that were at state of still course. watching. Yeah. Because you all are at everything. Yep. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it's been uh, been about a year, and now Amelia is going, getting ready to go into your senior year. The, so let's start with so let's start weird. with the emotions of that. So junior year, how does it how does it rank in terms of difficulty so far between freshman, sophomore, and junior um, year? Junior year is the worst year I've ever had in my life. Both semesters, okay, the year wasn't terrible. The schoolwork, awful. It's so hard. I think that back when I was in high school, everyone would always tell me like, "Hey, junior year's the." I didn't believe them. Yeah, because I thought year. I was I was fine enough, and I did fine, but it was a lot. And how many AP classes? I think I asked you this the other day, but you told me was it is it five four, four AP and classes and a dual credit and a dual credit. Yeah. Do you think that? Um, w- I guess the question I have is, what made you want to take all the AP courses? Is it a you were told to by parents? B you no. thought I'm smart enough, I can do this, or is it just w- what is it about the AP courses that you wanted to dive into that many? Well, my dad actually told me not to take so many because he told me not to take calculus because. Um, I don't need it in my future, but I think I have these such high expectations for myself that I was like, oh, all my friends are going to calculus, so I have to go to calculus too, or else I'm not as smart as them. So I went into calculus. <laughs> um, maybe shouldn't have. I'm doing fine, but I don't need it, and it's a lot. But the other ones, AP Psychology, I want to do psychology when I get older, so I like that one. That one's not a problem. Um, a push. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to leave a comment on that. <laughs> AP Lit. Uh, I took AP Lang last year. English has always been kind of my thing, so that one's not that bad. And is that all of them? Yeah, I think yep, you that's all four. It. So it's kind of just expectations for myself. Yeah, when I was in high school, I took, I started taking pre-calculus, and I think I'd already completed algebra in eighth grade, so that counted because you had to take three years mm-hmm. of math. So I took algebra, geometry, and then I took algebra two. Mm-hmm. And so then by my junior year, you're, they're like, you have to take another math class. So I was like, okay, well, I'll take pre-cal. But mm-hmm. there was also, I think we had like statistics was one. And then That's what I'm taking next year. There was another one. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, finite? Maybe it was like something like finite. And so by the, after the first semester of pre-cal, I was like, wait, why am I doing this? I'm not even good at pre-cal. <laughs> I was barely making it through algebra two. Like after geometry, I was screwed. Yeah. And so I decided not to continue with pre-cal and all my other friends that took calculus, like you, hated it. So. Yeah. But um, how, was it, how has it been, um, I guess, since the start of – winter sports season balancing all of those classes with you know being a a full-time athlete obviously especially with swim season when you're in the morning and in the afternoon Mm -hmm. training not as not as necessarily 
tough practice schedule with track, no morning practices, but still a full-time athlete? Um, winter was definitely really hard, um, especially around like finals time, because I also had choir. There was like a week where I had Monday choir concert, Tuesday swim meet, Wednesday, I don't, I don't, oh, it was a swim meet because it got rescheduled. Thursday, Friday, Saturday choir concert and swim meet. And it was a lot because like, I don't know. I think it really helped me learn how to manage my time though, but it was, I definitely had a few breakdowns in there. <laughs> but I'd with, imagine. Yeah, with track, honestly, I haven't been any less busy with track. It's just I've gone to sleep in more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will say, too, that uh, I think that week that you're referring to is the week of the uh, winter concerts. Mm-hmm. We always, I call that week Hell Week every week because oh, gosh, we have the yeah. basketball schedule right. mixed in with the choir concerts that we're doing, and th- mm-hmm. those are long nights, so... A little bit easier this year because we weren't recording. It was just a straight, you know, one and a half hour concert, not a four hour affair of people getting, you know, practicing like we did last year. Yeah. So when you go, when you talk about swim and and track, how do you or how would you decide, you know, if you had to choose one? Because I feel like you really are good at swimming track. You're right there, but you also seem to enjoy track a little bit more than maybe swim. I don't know what what, you tell me. So swim has like always been like my main sport. Like I've done it. I've done it for like almost six years now and it's like I don't know like track I just started last year so it's not gonna be like as important to me as swim I would say because swim like I don't really know how to describe it like so you didn't do track in middle school no I did not um because I did club swim so swim has always been my like thing and then I decided to try track and I really do like track it's a lot more like low-key than swim like I mean it's not easier than swim because I'm about just as tired at the end of a race. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, like the schedule is a lot more low-key. I don't know if I could decide which one I like better. Like I have way more closer friends on my swim team that I've swam mm-hmm. with for like years. and um, But I'm also making new friends in track. But I don't know. It's kind of it's two completely different things. I right. Because I was going to say I was out at the track meet on Friday, the Zionsville Invitational. And I noticed that over the last couple, you've been uh, hanging around with uh, Lily, Lily. Badel. And was, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was something that you were necessarily <laughs> she, friends with. No. Before. Um, she's a freshman. And at the beginning of the season, I had no idea who she was. But she just um, I could tell she didn't really know anybody. And she just kind of started hanging around me and Gabby and Emma and talking to us. And then me and her just kind of, we were in the same events. And whenever I got moved to the 800, she got moved to the 800. And we both tried the 200 on Friday. And she's a lot like me. And we're getting really close now. I love her. She's she's funny. Yeah, I was going to say, Lily, I, I didn't really know or meet I, I necessarily didn't know her at all. Uh, from volleyball. Right. She did volleyball, but I didn't really talk to her at all. But now it seems like everyone I meet that's a student here, I'm like, oh, but yeah, somehow I met him through <laughs> Amelia or Haley. Or, yeah. So, But, yeah, it seems like you are getting along well. So yeah. with track season, what are some of the – and I don't want to make this a sports podcast, so we'll wrap up that's on this. Okay. What are the goals that you have for for this year? I know that you are probably – A, everyone wants to PR and shave off some right. time. Yeah. Um, but what's maybe the bigger goal? Um, see, for track, I don't even like – I mean, I do make goals, but – this season, I've already consistently been faster than I was at this time last year, but I went to regionals last year somehow. I got eighth at sectionals and ended up going to regionals. I have no idea how that happened, but um, it would be really cool to make regionals again, um, obviously to go best time. I want to be for the 400 in like the 101, 102 range. I think that'd be good, but I don't know. I just want to get faster. So speaking of athletics, as we mentioned, your dad is the athletic director, David Edens. What's it been like? Because I would say there's not many people that get to 
in a, in a sense, grow up with their dad always at the school because he was at the middle school when you were there. Yep. And now he's at the high school and pretty much your grade and the senior class and maybe the class that just graduated as well know him as the middle school AD and then yeah. now the high school AD. So yeah. what's it been like getting to kind of grow up around him? Um, it's been nice. I mean, I've never gone to school without one of my parents being there. My in right. elementary school, my mom works there. So it's I don't know anything different. I mean, I don't think it's that bad at all, but I also think it'd be different if I was, like, a bad kid. <laughs> if, like, I'm a good kid and, like... Hard to be a bad kid when your parents are yeah, always... Yeah, that's true, too. But, um, I don't know. I don't think it's any different than a different kid, except for my dad's at the school. If I need anything, it's more of a good thing. I get into stuff for free. Um, <laughs> he's just there if I forget something. Like, it's really... I don't know. It's really not that big of a deal. It was helpful. I think the other day you were feeling sick and I was talking to him at lunch and you'd come walking oh, yeah. up and he's like, <laughs> he let me go home. He's like, do you need me to sign you out? And he just has to walk down and to the just office. say she's signing out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty nice too. It is. So one of the things too, I know you've talked about is maybe some, maybe one of the downsides is that everyone thinks, oh, well, she's the athletic mm-hmm. director's daughter. So she's going to get what she wants. Right. Or, you know, that's why she's starting in this event. Right. So how do you, how do you kind of balance that? Like, it's nice to have your dad here, mm-hmm. but also, you know, what some people and just as someone that knows your dad none of those rumors are true about anybody's like oh well she won this award because Mm -hmm. so how do you balance kind of that that aspect um well I don't know it really has like in middle school people would say that I got a record because of my dad which just in middle school like it's just the dumbest thing like I got a swim time because of my dad that didn't make any sense but like as I get older it's like like you said if I'm starting in something or if I'm like if I make a leadership johnson county or national honor society it's because of my dad and i just feel like like people don't know he pushes me harder than like probably anyone like he does not just like let me have it easy because he is the athletic director like i don't know i just try to remind myself that like i know how hard i work for everything that i do and i think it affects me more not even in sports but in the other stuff i do like national honor society or leadership johnson county like they just think it's a little advantage I have, but it's really not. Like, I do all that stuff myself. Um, I was going to say, do you take APC? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay that's because of him. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. So when you talk about your dad pushing you, I think I was there for that conversation over summer. I was riding around the golf cart, and he said, hold on a second, Amelia's calling. And I can hear just in the background, <laughs> yeah. the, like, the, you know, just when you can tell there's an argument happening like there. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He's like, And he's like, fine, you know what? Don't take it then. And then just hangs up. And yeah. here you are. You're an APC. I'm so. an APC. So I took it my freshman year. And I don't know. I just don't like weightlifting. Like, it's nothing against APC at all. Like, I just am not a fan of weightlifting. I just would rather do cardio or something like that. But he was like, I've never making you take a class, but you are taking this class. And I was like, fine, because I didn't take it my sophomore year. And I, he doesn't like, or I guess, never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, come on, the people want to know now. Well, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say. He thinks I take too many choirs <laughs> and too many that choirs. I should take APC instead. And so I was like, fine, I'll do two choirs and APC. So, but right, because every choir that you're in is technically a different class period, correct? Yeah. Right. So yeah. you were in Shades of Blue, Iridescence, and do you have another one that those are the two that's, that you're in? Yeah, those are the two I'm in. And there are there some people that are in three, in like their senior mm-hmm. year. Senior year, yeah, uh, yeah, like they'll be in three and then they'll TA for another one. Some of those kids are in the whole entire day. <laughs> that sounds like me when I was in high school. Somehow managed my schedule to be two radio TV classes. And then I TA'd for my radio TV mm-hmm. teacher. And then I had an econ teacher that, like, we had 50-minute class periods. Right. We were not on block scheduling. And if we got done with, like, 30 minutes or, like, 20 minutes left in class, you would be like, hey, can I go down and see my yeah. radio? And he'd be like, sure. 
So I'd be down. There was one day I remember I was down in his classroom for six out of seven periods. And the only reason yeah. I was the seventh was because we had a sub that day. So um, definitely understand that. Yeah, that's the good thing about taking four AP classes this year is that like I have every class that I need to have out of the way except for like government econ. So next year is going to be like way easier and I can do the things that I want to do. I don't know if I'm going to take APC yet. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, speaking of family, I'm excited because next year – it's going to be weird because I've always known Nolan as like, mm-hmm. just like the goofy little guy that's around, like with your dad. Like we went to the cross country meet this uh-huh. uh, semi-state this past year when we went to uh, market square arena to, or farmers, com- excuse me, farmers Coliseum to see uh, your sister was playing the pet band. I went with your dad and all that to oh, watch yeah. the basketball game. And Nolan was there and yeah. it's like, he's Oh, just, just like a goofy kid that's around. Brother. And now he's actually going to be in my radio TV class <laughs> yeah, next year. That's so funny. <laughs> so you've, you've gone through some of school with your older sister, Olivia, mm-hmm. and we'll get to her in a second. <clears throat> excited dreading it how are we feeling about nolan being in the hallways next year um well i think it's weird i feel like i can't remember i don't think because you wouldn't have been in any other school i've never had school with him except for maybe pleasant elementary school maybe like first grade anyway but uh me and him get along really well i think we're a lot alike like humor like and obviously we argue like siblings do but we don't have we get along really well I mean since he's going to be a freshman I'm going to be a senior I don't think we'll see each other that much so I don't think it'll make really that big of a difference but like I don't really feel I'm not dreading it I'm not like yay no one's coming (laughs) like it's just like oh well (laughs) yeah because I think there was the the TikTok that you and Haley did where it was something you all trying some kind of candy like <laughs> Nolan was in there drinking the, yeah. the drinking the fake Coca-Cola and he was like this is disgusting yeah so yeah, yeah. he's around I mean yeah he knows Haley he's ba- Haley's basically another sister to him too he'll be like Haley can you take me to the gas station <laughs> Haley can we go get candy like he doesn't care and then Olivia your older sister so that's the that's where we were you were we were talking kind of before the podcast what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. you've got your dad is kind of the sports nut obviously mm-hmm. You've got you, who's kind of got your feet in both yep, camps. Exactly. Nolan's more of the sports, sports guy. guy, but Olivia is music, music, all music. all music. Now she does. She's told me that she loves doing the the pet band for the games, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's necessarily her being the one that's like, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna go and like paint my face. Oh you know, no, for the that's team. definitely not. So, <laughs> where do you think you know? Because obviously your sisters and you all get along, but how mm-hmm. did you know? She's different from the rest of the family in terms of that sports right, aspect. Right. But she's very, very good at music. So right. talk about maybe growing up, how did you when did you start to notice, oh, we're not really the same interests? Um, well, I have one specific memory before I got like into choir. Or no, I was in choir, but it wasn't like a big part of my like like I love choir now and I just kinda did it back in middle school. But I remember we went to a band concert and I told her I was like, Band concerts are not as as interesting as choir concerts and she got so mad at me. She yelled at me, my mom yelled at me and I was like, I didn't mean it like that. Band's just boring but my mom was like, She really likes band, so you're gonna have to like deal with it and I was like, Fine and obviously I was in middle school, so um but yeah, she did band since middle school and she would talk to us about it. She'd play her flute at home, she'd play every like every piece of music that she got for us and I was like I'm just gonna have to deal with this and now, it did not surprise me that she wanted to do that in college have you gone up for any of her concerts and at Fort Wayne yet or have you not had time I to have schedule? in the winter I did me and Haley went up there once I obviously I don't have time to do it a lot but I did go up there I, I think it's so cool to see how like like obviously in middle school high school college is gonna get better like each band is gonna get better but like to see it like you can just tell how much like the good group she's in and how good they really are. 
Yeah, when I was, uh, I think it was her very first concert. I was, I don't think we had anything going on. I was like, oh, I'll just click on this YouTube link yeah. that she shared, and mm-hmm. it was like, like, oh my gosh, they sound, and they sound really good, really, really yeah. good. Yeah, and you, you get used to like, and not that our high school band is is bad. They're really good, but it's just there's that. It's like there, you can next, tell they're there for that, right? Like, yeah, you can tell. Because uh, she even gets, I think she said, gets paid now to do uh-huh. pet bands, so yeah. making a little bit of extra money on the right. side there, which. She's really not a big sports fan, so I find that kind of funny. But I think she's learning to, like, they, she does, like, men's volleyball and stuff like that. So I think she thinks it's cool. Like, So how did you become the outgoing one? Because <laughs> Olivia's pretty shy. Yeah. Nolan, I guess, not really shy once you get to know him. He's but shy when you first meet him. He does not say a it's, word. It took me, I think I, I was talking to your dad. I was like, it took me a year and a half. Right. But Nolan, just, Nolan came up. It was during a bas- <laughs> girls' basketball game. I was sitting there. Your dad was somewhere else. And Nolan just of his own free will came and sat next to me. Like, I think I finally broke yeah. through. He likes me. That's the thing with Nolan. You have to break through with him. And then once you get through the breakthrough, he like will talk to you. But I don't really know. I think I've, I've kind of always been that way. Like, I don't, I mean. Because usually it's like the middle child is the like, ones, yeah. the forgotten one right. or whatever people say. <laughs> right. You're just like. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I just, I think, like I said, when, it, since my parents have worked at schools, I've been talking to like older adults my whole life. Like I've been used to. I don't know. I think I can just get along with a lot of people, and that kind of helps me just, as I get older, I just get along with people, and I know, like, how to be a likable person, and I mean... Would you say you're more like your dad or more like your mom? I don't even know. A lot of people say I'm like my mom, like, a lot, because we have very similar personalities, and, like, but I also, and sarcasm is a big thing of hers but it's also a big thing of my dad i think i have my mom's sarcasm and my dad's passive aggressiveness i was about to say the one thing i was thinking about the way over i'm like i think you all sometimes butt heads a lot but you also are that's why your your personalities are so similar Mm -hmm. where it's like he's like no it's gonna be my way and you're like no i want to be my way but your ways are different so then you just butt heads about it i know how to i know how to argue with both of them to get to get my way like i'm pretty stubborn i'd say but I think I know how to, like, I know who to go for if I want money, who to go for if I'm trying to go to a friend's house, that kind of so thing. So who's the one you're going to if you're trying to get, the, you know, the 20 bucks? My mom. And then if you're going to a friend's <laughs> Unless house. Unless I'm sad, then my dad. <laughs> and then if you're going to a friend's house? Oops. Um, usually my mom, too. I was going to say, <laughs> because I remember a specific situation back during a snow day where we put out a video about the Johnson County <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> And oh, yeah. your dad was like, dad wait a minute. Know. He's like, I forgot you weren't supposed that. to be over. I forgot about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I asked my mom a lot of the time to go places. I guess like with my like with Haley's house, I don't I barely even have to ask anymore. I just say I'm going to Haley's. But like for instances like that, it would usually be my, usually be my mom. See, I don't understand how you all and I've, it's like it's, it seems like this is a lot of people in high school now are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay the night at so and so's house. Mm-hmm. And it's like a a Wednesday and I'm like wait what oh yeah like I never in my life would have ever stayed at someone's house on a school night I don't do that usually like I think I have me and Haley had a sleepover before the last day of school last year because we knew we were really gonna do anything but I don't think I don't think I've really done that before I think that's kind of weird too but I also have too much school to do to yeah do that so. do, you, do you have a lot of homework this year or is it more just like studying that you have to do or you don't have to do but you yeah. know you need to do well definitely not that i'm the biggest procrastinator there is <laughs> um but there's a lot of homework it's like projects kind of a, i don't really know how to explain it. it's just a lot of work and then like i don't really know it's nothing is really like in ap classes like in ap calc he doesn't 
check your homework and make sure you do it it's kind of a thing that like you have to do it to be ready for the test like and then he just trusts you on your part like that you did your homework so it's it's kind of how sense. much you do it's like the practice problems yeah yeah just like in a and that that's why they're good for preparation for college courses because you're going to get a assignment where it's um you know read these pages mm-hmm. be ready for discussion and yeah. maybe a 300 person hall and you never get called on but that's then when AP the final was. exam comes guess what you're gonna exactly. have to know that actually i have a a story that really is like that we had a book um we were the great gatsby in mm-hmm. ap Lit. i did read it and i did like it and we wrote an essay and it was fine and then we got another book brave new world i tried to read it and i just couldn't read it like I hope she's not listening to this because I did not did read you, that. Did like, you do the spark notes? Yeah, I did do the spark notes. I wrote, and then we had to write an essay about it. And I just looked up a bunch of stuff before, and then I got like a 75, which is fine. But I this book, I just finished our last book today, actually. And I read the whole thing, and I actually liked it. So That's good. I think I, I liked, for the most part, most of the books that we read in high school. I think they try to make them ones that people would be yeah. interested in. yeah. We read one about a uh, child soldier in Sierra Leone, which was a true story. We read Great Gatsby, of course, The Catcher mm-hmm. in the Rye, all the classics. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that. Well, similar story for me in college. I was so confused. I took this mafia class, and the first half of the semester it was about like the mafia steals your cows, the mafia takes your lemon trees, like very mm-hmm. like old school. Right. Like, and then it was the second half was the mafia's in government, and this person knew this person and killed this person. I was just so lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the night before the test, I had to read the last. 150 pages of the book i got a 95 percent of the final but it was the worst cramming i've ever exactly had to do. yeah it sucks sometimes because like i said i'm a huge procrastinator or like i'll think about doing something and then i'll just get distracted and not do it i'm also i get distracted so easily like it takes me so long to do something and yeah i'm a huge procrastinator so other than <clears throat> the schoolwork that's currently taking place we're now in the final month or final weeks gosh months weeks yeah. of, of school which means all the end-of-year festivities. Of course, the big one being prom 2022. Prom 2022. Um, For those that are listening, Mr. Corley will once again be chaperoning, (laughs) make that two years in a row. But this will be your, your, well, for most people, their first real prom because Mm -hmm. last year was the one in the parking lot, which a lot of people disgruntled about it. I Uh, heard heard really good things and really bad things. I would say my disclaimer on last year's prom was always, that Avery Turner, with the restrictions that she had, did everything she could and did a good job right. of playing it off. Yeah, it seemed like it. And people complained, but it's also like if we would have said no prom at all, they would have complained. People would have complained. Exactly. So there was a lose lose situation. Right. But this year it's in Crane Bay, mm-hmm. and you had a bit of a issue with a prom <laughs> dress. I'm I'm told. I did. So I ordered this dress like the beginning of April. So I was thinking ahead, and I was like, I need to get my prom dress now. I need to, if I'm going to order it online. I know it's going to take a while. So the website was kind of sketch, and I do realize that. But I looked up reviews before, and people said they got their dress and it was fine. So I looked it up, and it said it'd be here April 27th, which is plenty of time for me to get a new dress if it didn't fit or to get it altered or whatever. So I was thinking ahead. And then the April 27th came, and my dad was like, they don't even have like a tracking order or a phone number or email or anything to call. And I was like, oh, that's good. So he found an email or something. He emailed them, and... um what is it today the third oh may 1st so he told me that they emailed him back and said oh we'll have it to her by the end of may and he, and then he told them prom already passed but so he doesn't even think he's gonna get a refund oh jeez but I'm sure if, he's really happy about that and it was like 170 dollars which is kind of a lot for an online dress i think but yeah i know i, I do feel bad but, but you do have a, a remedy i do and he said if the dress comes in we'll just sell it so 
Me and Haley went shopping yesterday for prom dresses. We went to, I wasn't expecting to find anything amazing. I was just like, I'm just going to find like a cheap dress and just have to deal with it. And we went to like all the stores in the mall, went to David's Bridal, this random shop in Greenwood, and there was like nothing, or all the pretty dresses were like eight sizes too big for me. And so um, then we went to the Exo Sophia's. It's a prom dress store like known for being expensive, like 700 to $1,000 dresses, which I wasn't looking for, but I knew uh, Haley's mom said they had a $99 rack or something. So we went there to go look at that rack and they were just not like they were not flattering at all and there was like nothing and so I kept walking past this one dress that was $650 and I was like if it wasn't so expensive I'd get it and then like the lady heard me and she was like oh all of our dresses are $99 today and I was like you're kidding all of them and she was like yep they're all $99 so I got that dress I got $650 dress for $99 and that's the one time procrastinating has helped me (laughs) yeah that's I guess with more and more proms passing they're just wanting to get rid of them to sell them and there was like nobody there too so it's like and they said it was for that weekend only so i was so lucky <laughs> to hmm. get that dress so then are you going to prom with a group what's what's the situation with prom looking like um yeah a group a little bit different <laughs> than we originally planned but most of the same people are going and we added on um a friend and his they're not dating yet but his girl from a different school so they're we made the ta- it work. They're in the quote-unquote talking yeah, phase. Yeah, it's really complicated. They I still think. have that, even though uh, 2013, I think that's when the talking phase first started. People started talking instead of just dating. So it's still going on, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. is and, it, and then are you all bringing <coughs> into the promise you going with your group? Yes. Oh, my gosh. When is this podcast coming out? Um, hopefully tomorrow. So we're this this is being recorded on okay. Sunday, well, May 1st. This should be out by hopefully Monday, May 2nd. She probably won't listen this far. But we made her a promposal <laughs> pic- a poster. I made it for her, and it's so cute. And I don't know when we're going to ask her yet, but she already knows she's going with us, but we just want to make something for her because, but yeah, she's going with us. Well, that would be nice because I know that's kind of the, uh, when people talk about the American experience, mm-hmm. prom's the big one. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be nice Yeah, for I'm glad she gets to go with us. It was confusing. I was talking to her the other day. She said that she's a, a junior, mm-hmm. but she's 19, but yeah. they won't let her be a senior because of graduation or something. So she was supposed to come to America last year, maybe. Or maybe two years, maybe I think it was two years ago. So when she was actually going to be a junior, but COVID happened and obviously she she couldn't come. So she had to finish out school there, and she graduated in the Netherlands, and now she's back. But I don't know. No, because she, she's already graduated. She then. already graduated there. But all foreign exchange students are sen- or juniors here, I think. Well, Miguel's That's a senior. I don't know how that works, really. Hmm. But all I know is that she's 19 and she's a junior. <laughs> so, yeah, and she uh, got to, she got to run her first JV track meet. That was a lot of fun for her. Mm-hmm. She's like. good. I th- I still think she should should have done or at least tried the hurdles. She's <laughs> maybe, tall. She could have she could have done she hurdles. Could. Maybe she will. So, outside of athletics, outside of family, you all just finished up on Saturday your ISMA choir competition. We touched mm-hmm. a little bit on your performing arts. Um, when was it? Was it because of Olivia or just kind of your own like you like to sing what made you kind of gravitate towards choir as well um I've always liked to sing I would do karaoke in my basement when I was like five all the time so singing has always been something that like I like to do but instruments was definitely not I knew have you ever tried to learn an instrument I went to the we all had in middle school we all had to go to like the band like I don't know what it was called but we all like tried the instruments and decided if we did band what we were going to play but I already knew going into middle school I was not doing band I was going to do choir so I liked it in middle school, um, <clears throat> and then in high school, 
what was the, when am I answering just how choir yeah how you got okay, in the choir how, so yeah and then freshman year I didn't do and I didn't audition for any choirs so I was just in like the treble clef the basic but I knew I wanted to do more than that because I mean we weren't terrible but it was the learning was slow because a lot of those girls were just there because they wanted to do choir and so then I auditioned for choirs ne- the, my sophomore year and I was in two I was an all-girls group and a uh, mixed group and then I was like oh I actually really like choir so then I auditioned for Shades this year and then the JV show choir and I'm in both of those and I'm doing both of those next year too. So what's it been like you have had Miss Morrison start the year mm-hmm. then Miss Holt came in and she took over when Miss Morrison was on maternity mm-hmm. leave and now Miss Morrison's back so you yeah. kind of had to do the you know I was used to Miss Morrison now I'm used to Miss Holt yeah. now I'm used to like so how's that transition back and forth been? I mean, I think it's been fine. I like both. I like Miss Morrison and Miss Holt a lot. Like they're two of my favorite teachers ever. I love the choir teachers. Um, I don't really think it's been a big deal at all. Um, Mrs. Morrison wanted Miss Holt so bad to come to for her maternity leave because she knew she could get stuff done, and Miss Holt did because we were way behind on our uh, show choir show. But she, we got it done and performed at two comps instead of one because we felt so good about it. But I think the transition's been fine. A lot of people feel like. I don't know. A lot of people love Miss Holt more than they love Mrs. Morrison or the other way around, but I like both of them the same. I think they're both really good teachers. And then what's it like, too? Do you feel there's a different style between Gotsi and Mr. Gotsi and Miss Morrison? Every time, because I'll go in sometimes, it's funny because I'll interact with Mr. Gotsi and he's always like, oh, yeah, Mr. You know, very mm-hmm. nice and like mm-hmm. always chipper. And then yes. I'll like be sitting in during like a choir <laughs> class or like be in the auditorium. He's like, he's like, and you guys have to, you know, like, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, whoa, where'd that, where'd that come from? So, yeah. Um, well, I love Mr. Gotsi. He's like the nicest guy ever. And he tried, like, you can tell he tries not to yell as much as he can. He like is so nice about everything. He'll he's, do like the raise his voice. Like guys, yes, we have to. He is so soft. He's like, guys, we have to focus. We have state co- or is my coming this weekend we need to focus but mrs morrison's not that way she'll let you know what she wants done which is why i think some people don't like her as much as i do but i think i mean that's how we get stuff done is how whenever she's like that and she's nice too like she she gets everything done and i like her a lot it's just whenever she notices we're not focused she gets us focused <laughs> i've definitely had that issue as well like in a in our peer class yeah miss man was uh, was one of my favorite people at this school and she mm-hmm. left back in september and she was in charge of the peer class for several years mm-hmm. and uh I, and i noticed it even too and they got a lot of stuff done when she was there but there would be a very much more of a loose atmosphere mm-hmm. in that class so like if she was giving a lecture there might be a kid on their cell phone right and she didn't really care you know as long as they were doing their projects and all that um or like if people were having a side conversation, just would like keep going. Mm-hmm. I am, and, and that's her style, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I would get, I get so mad when that happens. Like if we're doing like, we'll do shout out celebrations and struggles. Mm-hmm. So what is the good? What who do you want to give a credit to, or what are you struggling with? And you have someone get like, oh yeah, in the corner. I'm like, yeah, why are we doing this if you don't want to listen? Like that's the whole point is to share. Or whenever we need to get something done, and you've probably seen it in my class. If you've ever, if people come in radio TV class, it's like, oh. I'm done with my project, so rather than ask Mr. Corley, what can I do next? Someone has like, I'm gonna do my bio homework, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna do, and like, that's not your style. Put that away, <laughs> like, you know. So, I have that, I have that issue too. So, me and Miss Morrison are probably liking that. Like, yeah, you probably are. I will tell people, let's get stuff done. Yeah. Because I've I've had to get on kids when like, for example, we had the project about the pipes. I don't know if you saw that one. Like, we interviewed. I Vincent. saw that. I didn't watch it, but I saw oh, it. Oh, thank, thank you for the support. <laughs> I was busy. So that comes out on Monday, and that's the same day that the pipe project is finished. 
And I'm like, we had should have had this done last right. Monday. So keeping people on track can always be right. a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. So as you get ready for summer, what are what are what's on the docket for for summer? Any summer jobs? Any you're gonna be doing swim club through <sighs> Whiteland Swim Club? What's what's that looking That's like? That's a lot of good questions. <laughs> I um. We still procrastinating to find answers. No, not really. I applied for Honey Grove because I was gonna work at Freedom, or I thought about working at Freedom, and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like that's just no. So I really like kids, and I teach some lessons, and um, well, I don't right now because I'm too busy, but. I want to do like a daycare so I applied for Honey Grove and they emailed me and asked like if I was just going to do the summer camp or go into the school year and I answered and I haven't heard back yet but that's what I want to do or some kind of daycare and I think I'm going to swim this summer at least try to because my dad will make me. <laughs> well I think too the swim the swim <clears throat> club you and Haley came to me back in I think it was the fall maybe early fall I think school year just started asking me to make that video, right, to right. promote the swim club. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is just getting the people out there, so it's always nice to have the yeah. school. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, yeah. I the I was there for the beginning of the program, obviously, and, like, I'm a big part of the swim program. So I feel like if I'm – I feel bad if I'm not there because it's not setting a good example for, like, myself, I guess. So I probably will swim, but it's a lot to do over the summer too. <laughs> and then senior year, that comes up. So are you starting to think about – colleges what are we what are we looking yeah. at right now so i think i'm gonna go on a college visit to usi this summer because of their new swim program they're starting mm-hmm. so i think i'm gonna swim in college that's still not even really decided yet because like when i'm swimming i'm like oh this would be so fun to do in college but then when i'm not swimming i'm like oh this is kind of nice to not, not do have that responsibility <laughs> so yeah i don't know i'm kind of going back and forth but i think i want to stay in indiana but not super close to home. Like I would not go to Franklin College. My dad went there, <laughs> and he's no so, shade on Franklin. No College, shade right? on Franklin College, but I'd like to get a little far away. So, so that was one thing I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> I was even going to ask you about is your dad has told me that you really love Whiteland. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you want to get out of Whiteland, but you also really yeah. love Whiteland. So what is it about this town that you love so much? And like you know, I I personally I moved here last year mm-hmm. and i think i mean obviously working at the school i'm like people know i'm bought into yeah. this community i'm yeah. here for everything yeah. I'm here on a sunday right now for gonna sake right but at the same time you've grown up here most people are mm-hmm. like i just want to leave my hometown so yeah. what is it about whiteland and do you think at some point you'd ever want to return to whiteland after college um well i think my parents and i'm asking you a lot of <coughs> questions that are like yeah. way far well, down it's, the road a, it's too. okay yeah it's good to think about um because my parents have like lived here or not lived here we haven't lived here we live in martinsville but we always went to Whiteland, and so I, like, I feel like my dad knows everybody in the city, like, everybody. We'll go anywhere, and he starts talking to someone, and so I think that, like, that has helped me know a lot of people, and I don't really like big, like, change. Like, I like things to stay the same, and so whenever I know that, like, at Whiteland, I know all the people there. I know all my coaches, all the teachers and stuff. Like, it just, I don't know. I think it's fun, and I think it's, I get people wanting to leave because it's not, I don't know, like, I get what they, I think, I don't even know how to explain it, but. People want to try something new. Yeah. And I'm not like that, but like, I kind of am. <laughs> so do you ever, could you ever foresee yourself living in like a big city like Chicago, New York? Uh, no, I don't think so. I will say when I first, so for those that don't know, I haven't really, you know, I have this podcast, I haven't really told much about myself. So here we go. This is my oh little boy. thing. Out of, out of IU, I went to, worked in Evansville, which that's where I'm actually, I am familiar with USI. Great campus. If mm-hmm. you get a chance to go down there when you visit, it's awesome. And they've done so much 
because they're, they're going D1. They're, right. They're, they are D1 now, I think. They are D1, yeah. So that's why they're bringing the swim program, like you mentioned. Then I went to Knoxville, Tennessee, worked down there. Somewhat of a mid-sized city, not a huge city. Mm-hmm. Then I came back home. And kind of what you said, it was nice because, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you just end up being a townie, and it's like the same, you, yeah. the people that never left their hometown. But there's also something to be said about, like you said, I go to a restaurant and I see four people, four people I know and I can exactly. have a conversation or people that I haven't yeah. seen in a while. People's parents that, mm-hmm. you know, they're not they're not there with their kids. But like, oh, yeah, I remember like going over to your house after prom exactly. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, too, if that will ever happen here at Whiteland where I'll be like, I know people outside of the school mm-hmm. because right now it's like I go home. I'm like, well. Time to take my dog Wrigley on a walk and I'll be back at school tomorrow morning. So Yeah, I like the comfort of it. Like I just like things to be the same and I like to know all the people and I like to I don't know, I I just think it's comfortable. Any chance you mentioned psychology, but any chance uh what's uh what do you think about future athletic director? <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know if that would be something I would do. I think You see how much your dad's here at school. Yeah, I do see I think I'm probably at the school as much as he is. <laughs> Um, so I don't think that'd be something I do, but I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, I would never do that. That's a terrible job. Like, I think it's cool because I like sports. I mm-hmm. like going to watch high school sports, but I don't think I'd want to come back to work at Whiteland. That's what I But think. be around Whiteland. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, once I like leave for college, I'm not going to leave for good. Like, I don't know. I like it here. Yeah. No, that's the, uh, that's the one thing that's kind of been the, the weird adjustment is after I got out of high school. You think, oh, I'll care about Whiteland sports, mm-hmm. or, or well, for me, it's Floyd Central. I'll care about Floyd Central sports, and then it was, you know, two years go by, and I really don't know any of the kids that yeah. were freshmen on the teams and all yeah. that. So then it's kind of like you've, like, I don't even know what's going on with our school anymore, right. except for like occasional fall of basketball. Yeah. But uh, now being back, it's like I'm like super bought into mm-hmm. what is happening with the track. Like I was up at the track meet for five hours on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm bought in on our 14-0 softball team. I was out at baseball on Saturday. Yeah. And people are like, Corley, don't you have, like, a life outside of this? I'm like, this is, like, <laughs> this, this is. is. And, it's, and people are like, that's sad. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just love being here mm-hmm. and love, like, the kids that you see in the classroom, seeing them compete and stuff like that. And same thing with choir and hearing the, the concerts and all that. So I think it's I think it's good. And I think the other thing, too, is a lot of people don't realize you're in Whiteland's like, you have the suburb. You can go just down to Franklin. You're kind of out in the country a little bit. Exactly. You go up and you're in the city if you're in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting the best of all three. And that was similar to me in New Albany was – we had the rural part, you had mm-hmm. New Albany, and then you had Louisville. So um, I'm glad that you appreciate your hometown. Yeah, I think when people, like my friends, will be like, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm never coming back. I'm like, I think once they leave, they'll miss the comfort of Whiteland. And then when they come back, they're like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Like, obviously, like. Or like, they end up moving to somewhere that's very similar. Like, I'm going to yeah. live in Avon. Well, you know, that's not like, too okay. much different. Yeah. yeah. And I think I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. Like. Right now, I'm like, oh, school is so hard. I can't wait to be done. But then, like, I think about whenever I'm done. I know I'm going to miss being at, like, in high school. And I feel like that's normal for everybody. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the weird progression is whenever you leave high school and you're originally – oh, we got a fly here in the <laughs> studio. Um, whenever you're first in uh, leaving – I just try to smack the fly. Sorry about that. Whenever you leave high school – and you mm-hmm. go to college, your first, like, week, you're, like, you love it. But there's also that, like, oh, man, it'll never be. And the, the truth yeah. thing is not to get, like, hopefully we don't make anybody cry here. <laughs> you just don't see your friends. like Exactly. That's what I'm, like, I know that's going to happen because. I always have to give this talk to the seniors <clears throat> where I'm, like, look, you're, I'm, I'm not that old. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to have a group of all these people that you hang out with. Like I see these groups of people that's like 20 deep. I'm like, that's awesome. You're going to have probably three or four that you will stay in close yeah. contact with. The yeah. other ones you'll you maybe go to their wedding or whatever, right. but not really. Right. And then college though, after you get done with college, college you'll be as like, oh, it's the best time of my life because you have that freedom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your schedule's a little bit different. And if you get to do swimming, you'll get to travel. But then when you look back, like I was just showing you over here on this computer behind us, I found at my parents' house this past week in my graduation video from 2013, I found uh, a project I did when I was in high school for radio yeah. TV where I, and you start to think back like, oh, those are some fun memories, but mm-hmm. you only get four years of it. Yeah. I think I look back on like, I think I live in the past too much, which is why I'm worried about college. Cause I know once I get there, I'm just going to like look at stuff from high school all the time. And like, I don't know, I never can move on. Well, just don't stop following Whiteland Beat. That'll be helpful. Well, obviously not. <laughs> and then the other thing I'll say is I always got made fun of for, by my friends. They'd always tease me because they'd call it future nostalgia. And so I'd like reminisce about things I haven't had. I'm like, I just can't wait till we're grown up and like, we're like living yeah. maybe in the same area and barbecuing together. And so they're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like we were 18 years old. We're in high school and you're talking about barbecuing with our kids one day. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just think it'd be fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. But well, Amelia, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. It's of been course. a lot of fun. I'm going to have to, I think at some point I'm going to, I need to get another teacher on here. Apparently Mr. Rudolph is in on a Sunday working on something. Uh, yeah. I need to get him on, but he's busy <laughs> with lacrosse, but I'm, I'm going to have to get, uh, if I have time over the summer, get maybe Olivia on and get Nolan on. If we had more microphones, <laughs> I don't think we could Nolan's do Nolan's podcast would be very interesting. I think you can be, do all of us. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty interesting. If we got the whole family on here, do a, do a nice My brother podcast. calls us the most famous family in Wyland. <laughs> He's convinced that we are. The most famous the family most famous in Wyland. The most famous family in Wyland. Currently? He's like, Dad, everyone knows you. Hmm. I think that would funny. be interesting because you know, there has to be, I mean, there is someone that is the most famous family. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're famous. I think a lot of people know my dad. I would like to mom. know if we did like, if we did power rankings of who, who people know in the school, I would say Eden's obviously your dad is up there. Mr. Betts, Dr. Spray are probably in the top yeah. 10. I would imagine that like, I'm pretty low on the list. Like people <laughs> see the white limb beat. But they don't know who's behind it. Right, exactly. Which is that's how it should be. It should be like the Whiteland Beat is right, its own thing. Right. Um, but if you want to follow me, my Twitter is at the Lucas Corley. Um, so follow along for my personal stuff. And, and follow mine. us at Whiteland Beat. You, oh, that's right. Me. You do have a Twitter. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you all don't use Twitter much. Hold on. Let me look at my Twitter. I think it's just my name. I have a good Twitter. Uh, Amelia Edens. At Amelia Edens. <laughs> that's it. There you go. So and my Instagram. <laughs> Million is underscore. Hit, uh, smash that like button. Smash hit subscribe. Like, <laughs> hit subscribe. Leave a comment in the comment box below. There you go. Well, Amelia, thank you so much for being on Chit Chat with Corley. Mm. I'm excited for having. Again, we're having you in class next year. You're gonna be joining oh, the radio yeah, TV program. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I'll have two Edens in my radio TV <laughs> class, and uh, we'll uh, have a great senior year. But we're just right around the corner from summer, so enjoy prom, enjoy summer. I will. And uh, good luck in the rest of the track season as well. Thank you. All right. Well, this is Chit Chat with Corley. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.